I'm Marla, and you're listening to Royal Tea. After the firestorm that Meghan and Harry set off with their sit-down interview with Oprah, it has become very clear the difference in perspective from the American media to the UK media, which really got me thinking if everyone in the UK was just real mad that they had broke protocol and spilled all that very controversial tea to Queen Oprah. So I thought it would be really fun to speak to somebody from Wales, you know, a country that's part of the UK but not quite England, to see what their perspective was. So I asked the Welshest man I know to sit down and have a little chat with me via Zoom. Scott Fleer is the founder of Rugby Warfare and the co-founder of Live Like Louise and is the host of a really great podcast called One Day at a Time. I wanted to know how he felt about the royal family. He also knows way too much about history, Um, so I made him dumb it down a bit and put it into terms that I understand, like Game of Thrones and The Crown and even Downton Abbey. So with no further ado, the man speaking on behalf of his country, Mr. Scott Flair. Hi, Scott. Thank you for being on the show. Hello, hello. Hopefully, your listeners can understand my accent. Well, if they can't, then it'll just be a real confusing interview. <laughs> yeah, if you can't, just, just, just go with it. Just try and listen. <laughs> you know what's funny is you say that all the time, and I've never not been able to understand you. Yeah, because I say it slower than I usually speak. So when I'm saying that, I should say in my normal speaking box. Like this is probably like, you know, half the speed. Of the See, usual what you're saying is you have very little faith in my ability to understand <laughs> you. <laughs> yes. So usually when I start the podcast, um, I ask if you had a princess or peasant moment this week. So did you have one? Well, my prince moment is Prince Harvey actually there's a, there's a pub right where I live around the corner he actually went to that pub his last pub he went to before he moved to Canada was in that pub and you know I'm not a massive fan of the royals so as I walked past you know I took a video sent it to people saying oh wait a second whoa 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 you were there when he I wasn't I was there the day before he was in there and apparently okay. he was in there with a group of boys like six or seven boys just drinking and he wasn't disturbed I think the pub is owned by his friend's father or something. But yeah, if you want to go to London, if any of you go to London, it's called uh, it's called, it's called Brook House in Fulham, and it's very it's very posh. There's tall waiter there. He's really tall. He's very well spoken. He comes over with his very English mannerisms. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a nice place. Massive paintings on the wall. You know, it's prop. It is it is a prince place. I live right next to it. Okay, so. Listeners, you should know that Scott is very posh. That's what I gleaned <laughs> from this. <laughs> very posh. And right next to where Prince Harry last was. So that maybe like the, the chair he sat on still there. So if any listeners want to know what chair it was, I'll find out because they can have that, you know, weird moment where people go, oh my God, I sat in the same chair as Prince Harry. Because that's <laughs> that could happen now. You could go there and sit in the same chairs and you could just drink like a prince. Exactly, exactly. So that's, I think that's my Prince moment, is just being around where the Prince was. I don't think you can get more of a Prince moment, you know? No, you definitely can't. Well, I'm glad you had a Prince moment, because I definitely had a peasant moment. Okay. I 
was doing a peasant chore of taking the garbage out and I have a laundry room that's like downstairs from my apartment and as I looked through the window into the laundry room throwing the trash out I just saw water spurting everywhere and apparently the plumbing in my washer was backed up and it was a real mess in there it was real special and I just panicked I just screamed my neighbor's name and he came running he was like what's wrong (laughs) I had a similar experience my sink burst like just over a week ago and I didn't fix it for like a week because I am a peasant at heart so I had a I had water everywhere. Couldn't even clean the dishes. It's the worst. It's like there's something so panic-inducing about like water spraying everywhere and be like, I don't know how to shut this off. Yeah, that's it's panic because it can cause damage. You know, water is deadly. But basically, we're both peasants really with water leakage. So, <laughs> so um, enjoy listening to two peasants talk about the royal family. Two peasants talking about the royal family being near them, but not quite there. <laughs> one day though, one day, the royal family's gonna collapse one day and it's gonna have to be a new royal family to take their place. That's what but do you think you think that could happen? So I'm gonna back yeah, up. Are know. you a fan of the royal family? No, I'm not. You're not. Okay, no. This is exciting because you might be the first person I've had on the show who's like not a fan. Look, let me let me word the legacy to people. Do you think human there's a, a group of human beings so would you think that someone born is better than you another human being do you think that person's better than you do you think they're... oh like on a low self-confidence day yeah 100 <laughs> <laughs> percent. on your high very okay on my highest self-confidence no i understand we're all well if we all think and all of us would agree to this statement that no human being is more important than another human being like we're all humans so why is it that if we believe that internally we are externally got a show on with the royal family where we think these royals are just born into this family are better than us because ultimately we're letting them think they're better than us because we let it happen and also people think the royal family are like some nice family you realize that the reason they are royal families because they were just better killers back in the day that's crazy to think about yeah. Like I, I think we think about them as civilized, very posh tea parties, beautiful weddings. But then as I was digging into researching this show, I was like, oh my God, it's more like Game of Thrones. Well, Game of Thrones was inspired by the British monarchy. You know that, right? You know, I Rose. didn't know that. <laughs> the War of the Roses, which was a, a, um, a fight between the Lancaster, the White, the Starks. Those are the Starks, the, the Northern House, called the Lancasters, the Stuarts. And then there was another house called the, uh, no, sorry, there was Lancaster and the Stuarts. So uh, Game of Thrones is based off that, you know, that war. And uh, basically there's like the Welsh um, are part of that war. So in Game of Thrones, the Welsh are appar- apparently the Dornish, which is okay. weird. Um, the Starks are the Stuarts of the North. And then the Lannisters are the Lancasters. So you can now start to make the connections. And King's Landing is London. If you look at King's Landing on the map, it is down south, southeast. But yeah, that was a war of the roses, which was like just a massive war between like two families who were claiming the throne. And then lots of people died. And a lot of people, yeah. All the time. This happened like decades after decades after decades. 
So if you go all the way back, if you actually go all the way back to when this royal family was actually made, like how they came to be, basically like a thousand years ago, you had that Norman conquest, William the Conqueror. I'm sure someone, maybe they haven't heard of William the Conqueror, but he was basically from Normandy, north of France. He comes over, beats Harold's ass, King Harold, wipes him out. And interestingly enough, that conquest is what created the current English language. So it was a mix of like Saxon words. So Saxon words are like short words, like C. And then a, a Latin word by the Normans were like more like fabulous maybe, would be like perceive. So the Saxons were like C. And then the, then the like posh ones were like perceive. And then basically it's a mishmash of those. That's what caused the current English language. But basically after that, interestingly i have to say i'm just gonna get schooled this entire podcast because i'm like no we didn't know any of this (laughs) we need to build the base up so they can understand my point of view i mean so i don't like the royal family but there's many reasons why they start this part and if people don't know the wales wales is a country in the united kingdom wales is so back in those days the Welsh were the British. They used to, they used to call them the, Brit- the Britons. They spoke mm-hmm. a language called Brythonic, which is basically Welsh. So the Welsh were the OGs of the land of Britain. And then you had the Anglo-Saxons, the Germans were invading. And there was a war between the Anglo-Saxon Germans and the Welsh, which were called the Britons. And basically the Welsh lost, lost the wars against them. And basically, well, the last Prince of Wales who was actually Welsh was in 12, was like a thousand years ago. And then the English are like, right, we need to stop the Welsh from always fighting us because like we can't keep going like this. They're basically savage beasts and we can't handle them. They were like, you know what, what we do is we marry into a Welsh family and we create a title called Prince of Wales, which will then be like a peace title. And that was a thousand years ago. And ever since then, it's been an English monarch or an English prince who's actually the Prince of Wales. And it's See, just I read a little bit about this. And mm. my understanding was the king was like, hey, we're going to have this dude. It's going to be Prince of Wales, but he's going to be Welsh. And then he was like, just kidding. I'm giving it to my son who's English. Yeah. It was, it was it's, a, it's a type, it's, a, it's, a, it's like, um, what's it like? It's like trying to keep a kid like happy. Like you want like sweets or something, and you're like, look, no, I'll, if you wait a bit, I'll give you sweets later. And like, okay, like he's like keeping them at bay all the time. It was like a fake move. It was like, we'll give you this title, but actually we came to it. They were like, no. And then like, well, it's still called the Prince of Wales. And they still do it. They still do the ceremony in in Wales, in North Wales. Yes. So um, I feel like for anybody who watched The Crown season three. Yes. You, you saw it. Charles going to Wales, but people didn't seem happy about that. Is Damn that it. accurate? Damn yeah, that's very accurate. People okay. were rioting and protesting and yeah, they hated him. Because like we, we knew what was happening. The Queen was like, Charles, go to Wales and fake to learn Welsh for a bit. And then they like you. And she thinks we're that stupid. They're going to be like, oh, Charles wants to speak Welsh. He likes us. He cares about us. He didn't care about Wales. He just went there for the, like, you know, for show. Like a PR stunt. Um, So in The Crown, he makes this speech. And 
it almost seems like he's sympathizing with the Welsh people, but I looked this up and he didn't actually, that is not an accurate transcription of what he said. However, there were some documents that were scared that the Welsh had radicalized Charles. Yeah. (laughs) Of course they think, like, you know, that's what they always think of the Welsh people. They think of the Welsh people as like these beastly people, there was like this, there's, these, there's these famous books called the Blue Books, which is basically when the English, the English government did the report on Wales. Like, go and check out on the Welsh people. Like, who are they? What are they doing? And the Blue Books, they called, came back and were like, these people are disgusting. They only care about sex. They like, we run around naked. Like, all this <laughs> stuff, they're all like barbarians. And uh, that's what they think. Okay, so let's set the record straight on the Blue Books. Are you yeah. all barbarians who run around naked? <laughs> no, but me, no, I think well, we're not barbarians. I mean, I can't say about the naked stuff. Maybe that's it. Okay, I was like, we're not touching the naked stuff, so I'm going to assume that's true. <laughs> the thing is, they probably did it for a joke. So I, I would imagine the Welsh people, as a joke, knowing that English people come in, would play up. That's what Welsh culture is. It's like, uh, it's very like, they will eat, they will take the piss out of each other. It's for a laugh. All about that. So there's a story about when. Um, so quick zoom back. So the mm-hmm. the House Lancaster, the one that, that took the crown in 1500, Henry the Fifth or Henry Tudor, he's actually Welsh. Like he was born in Wales. He managed to get an army and he travelled through Wales and had a fight and he won. And then he became king of England. And basically, what he did then was he kind of said like, yeah, kind of am Welsh. So. Let's like bring the Welsh into the English crown and kind of like got rid of all the Welsh laws and didn't really do a good job. Like he, I think he, I think he didn't really care much about being, being Welsh. I think he used his half Welsh descendancy to, to gain like an army or whatever. Mm-hmm. But apparently the story is when some of the Welsh then managed to like, you know, cross the borders and go to London, apparently the English saw them as these like loud, annoying people because the English were like very aristocrat, like, you know, Posh, and then the Welsh were like banging on the doors, like drinking all the time. Like, hey, <laughs> hey, mate, what's what's going on? Like, just like, how's it going? And just very loud and boisterous. And the English were like, these are like kids. Um, so I think that's remained since. Um, but that's just people having a laugh. I mean, not everybody's like that twenty four seven. Do you think that perception still exists? Yeah. Like when oh, yeah. you say you're from Wales, are they like, oh, you? Drink a lot, you run around yeah. naked. And... Yeah, basically, yeah. They think, they just think like, yeah, they just think like, they think lower of the people from Wales. Like they think they're better than Welsh people. It's still to this day, still to this day it happens. And uh, they, I think the reason is, this is my theory, the English people know that the Welsh people were on this land before them. So in the ether, they know that these people who speak a different language is like, they, they can't, it doesn't sit right with them. They're like, how can these people be honest? Like, why are they speaking that stupid language? That's what they say all the time. Why are they speaking this weird language? It's like, this language was here before you, mate. Like, this language is older than the English language. So stop insulting it. You wouldn't go to France and go, what the fuck, what is this French shit? Right. I'm going to ask a really dumb question. Yeah. <laughs> Is the Welsh language similar to Celtic? Yeah, so Celt- Celtic is the branch of languages that would probably be 
the Welsh comes under. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you've got like two branches of Celtic languages. You've got like uh, Welsh and Cornish, and then the other branches: Irish, Gaelic, Scottish Gaelic. Okay. Um, so they're similar, yeah. Like if you looked at Irish Gaelic and Welsh, you'd see some similarities. Like for sure. right. So if you looked at a can of Guinness, and yeah. what's a Welsh beer? I don't know. Is there uh, a Welsh beer with it. Welsh on it? Yeah, well, yeah, they would. Yeah, it would say. I'm trying to translate beer. for the people. Yeah. So okay. So Welsh. Uh, so Irish Gaelic and Welsh. They all. They've all sound like. Uh huh. So these are these are letters in the alphabet. Like so, you know, the letters are. Like these are. Oh wow. Yeah, yeah. So there's a lot of rows in the words. You hear the Irish Gaelic, Scottish Gaelic. Yeah. So it's, it's very different. Like it's 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 its own branch okay. of languages. Like it's not it's not Latin. It's not based off like you know French and Spanish. You can learn both quite fast. If you learn French, you can kind of learn Spanish quite fast. And then right. you learn. But yeah, the Celtic languages are very different. But the but thing you, is, right? You speak Welsh, yes. Yeah, I speak Welsh. Yeah. Okay, now I'll let you get back to your story. <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. This is it. <laughs> this is this is how like history's always played out so the romans would call people like if you hear the story of the romans back when they fight in the barbarians they call them the barbarians they weren't barbarians they were celtic people they were the celts wow. they just like would label them barbarians to make it easier for the romans to justify children so, I mean, yes to dehumanize so, them yeah exactly so that's that's just the story all the time look at america now they dehumanize everyone they fight so when that happens to a group of people, they fight back all the time. That's the problem. And so with, okay, so Welsh people aren't very into the royal family because they've been pretty be- betrayed by them and clearly yeah. killed a lot. Yeah. Would even the older generations, like would your mom or your grandma like the queen or no? My mother liked Diana because Diana was the rebel. Everybody loved Diana because right. she was a normal person. Well, kind of normal. She was very posh, still, but she she was like the, their 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 prince, their princess. But she doesn't care about the royal family. You know, some people do. Like I said, I, I think it's, it's it's just a bit stability. Like the queen has been there since like near World War Two. So they think of the queen and the British and women World War Two stability. Uh, like just like it's something in our lives right now that's stable and it's been there for a while. We don't like change. Gotcha. So people will hold on to Britishness and monarchy, even when it makes no sense. It like, literally makes no sense for the royal family. Like the French have been fine without the royal family, and you know we'll be fine. But what are people? When you speak to people, what do they love? Like what do they actually like about it? Apart from like, yeah, I love the Queen. Like, yeah, but why are you putting someone on like a massive pedestal for? Because she was born into a family that killed loads of people. My personal opinion? Oh, well, yeah, what they say to you and stuff, people who agree with it. Oh, I mean, I guess I don't challenge it because clearly I have a podcast about it. But um, I you think... Should, you should challenge it. All right. The Welsh Welshman is telling me I need to be more challenging to my guests. Um, you should be more today. I mean, I won't speak for the UK, but I think people's fascination in America and Canada with royalty and the royal family is you grow up as a kid and you're fed fairy tales like Disney-fied fairy tales not like Grimm's fairy tales yeah, yeah, yeah. and you 
you know, have these like inspirational stories about princesses and this fairy tale and this dream come true. So honestly, I think when you see that in real life, there's a piece of it that reminds you of being hopeful and being a kid. That's, that's what I think the fascination is, but I don't know. Yeah. That makes sense. Like it does make sense, but then you've got to pull that away. You've got to be like, look, let's grow up a bit now. Let's let's look at this situation. The royal family, like this, is a common thing people say in UK. Yeah. But they bring in so much tourism. Yes, like, and nobody... I've said it on the podcast because people are like, "Why yeah. do they exist?" I'm like, "Well, I hear they bring in a lot of money for tourism." They probably do, right? But like, this is the thing. So Paris is the most visited city in the world. Like France is the most the high like tourist dense country in in the world. People will still visit the French, like old French Napoleonic stuff and stuff. If the queen died and the royal family dismantled, people would still go and visit Buckingham Palace. They would still go to London because it's got all the buildings and stuff. I don't think people would stop going. Like they, you don't, nobody goes and actually thinks they're going to meet the queen. Do you mean like, oh, I'm going to meet the queen. You're never going to see her ever. Mm-hmm. Never going to see her. It doesn't make no difference to your visit at all. You just know sometimes just if the flag is raised on Buckingham Palace that she's inside, and if she's not inside, it's down. I mean, all right. So hot take. Do you think maybe after the Queen there won't be a monarchy? Hundred percent. Really? Yeah. It'll disband. It'll disband straight away. So like. Prince Charles is weak. Like, what a weak bloke. Like, he's not... Who's going to win Prince... Who's going to win King Charles? Like, honestly, like... I'm not a Charles fan, so no arguments here. Charles, nobody likes Charles. William and Kate, boring. Like, honestly, mate, he's he's so boring. Like, (laughs) like, the the thing with the Queen is she is fascinating. The Queen has been through World War II. Like, she's been... She was, like, speaking with Winston Churchill. Like, she's been in these situations which are, like, crazy... She's been through like so many wars, the Cold War, the Russians, the Germans, the Nazis. It's like, that's fascinating to me that she's gone through all of that. She's still going. She needs to do a memoir where she needs to like reveal everything before she dies. If that's one good thing she can do for us is to do that. Do you think she will do that? I feel like she won't. Nah, will she hell? She's never going to reveal the secrets. Like, no. That's the entire thing. She's very mysterious. Like that's her gig. Do you think like, Maybe William's kind of boring because he's not mysterious anymore. Yeah, he just he's just a boring guy. Like, yeah, he, but he wasn't even that mysterious back in the day, really. Like, Prince, have you seen that video of Prince Harry, like, calling him bald on an interview? No. no. They're both, like, having an interview, and then Prince Harry's winding him up. Prince Harry's, like, answering the question, and then he goes, <clears throat> bald. And he's just, like, saying, baldy. And uh, William says back, like, yeah, at least I'm not a ginger. <laughs> and they're just having a laugh. But then, yeah, you don't, there's not many moments of that. But even then, like, what's, what is the point in prolonging the with William and then nobody really cares about William and then his kid, like, wow, all babies are cute, wherever. They grow up and it's like, what, what the best thing the royal family could do right now, they could say, guys, we know it's weird to have a royal family. It's weird that there's a human family that's beyond everybody else. We're going to dismantle it now together. We're going to dismantle it wherever. Everything's going to be, everything's publicly owned anyway. It's kind of like on loan to the royal family. And we want to make sure there's an equal society. We're going to donate all of our money to like homeless shelters or whatever to raise the standards of living. That could be their legacy. They could leave it on a high where they do that. 
but they're going to hold on until the death and it's going to be it's going to be bad because they have a ton of private money don't they like they could all live fine without public help yeah but all the buildings and stuff they can't yeah. sell any of the buildings so i don't think they've i think they've got less money than people think though i don't think they're like billionaires or anything like that okay I think so Harry I might turn out to be the richest one with his Netflix deal and 100%. Spotify. Hundred percent. I think he will be the richest one by far, by far. Also, like Prince Andrew, put yeah. him up. Yes. Like, what's mm-hmm. going on? I can't with that. <laughs> Do you mean that needs a he needs to go into jail? Like he has to go. Like he's clearly he is a rich, white, powerful man. Nothing's going to happen to him. Nothing. And nothing ever happens to rich, white, powerful men when they do despicable things. Exactly. Especially if you're royal and then the newspapers basically will protect you because, like Harry said, if you, the, the, the people who run the show are the media, Rupert, Rupert Murdoch, who owns like 80% of like, more, well, I don't know if the number, I think five people own like 80% of British media or something silly. So right. those are the people in true power because they're the ones behind the doors being like, look, if you don't do what we want or give us inside scoop, we're going to ruin you. And they could re- they could easily turn the public against the royal family. Yeah, Easy. it's interesting because so much of the media outpouring and peers, even though he's gone, thank goodness, um, <laughs> has been like, you have to respect the queen. You can't speak badly. So I felt like, the UK was very protective of the royal family. So it's very interesting to hear somebody who's like, no, no, there's a group of people who don't. I'll tell you who's protective, posh people. Like I see them in Fulham, I speak to them. I'm like, and they're like, ah, it's disgusting. They would do that to royal family. No, it's not. Royal family have like literally like will do anything to stay in power. They have done the Mm -hmm. worst to stay in power. Like that's as far as we can go with that because of this bad stuff. Like we are allowed to criticize them. Like, if we can't criticize the royal family for one, having a pedophile not in jail, just one big thing. Mm-hmm. Two, they had a chance to, like, I can't remember who I saw. They had a chance to really change the outlook of the royal family across the Commonwealth and the world, embracing someone who was black into the family, being more diverse, telling, showing the world it doesn't matter the color of your skin. It doesn't matter, like royal family, we could be, royal. royals could be anyone. We're just lucky enough to be labeled royal family. But what they've done is they've gone, nah, royal families for literally a small group of people. You know, you know, the queen and Prince Philip are basically cousins, yeah? Queen Victoria oh, yeah. <laughs> was their, grand, their great grandmother or something, like both of them. Is there something weird, like, oh, their great, great auntie or something? Like, they're like third cousins removed or something like that. Prince, the queen and Prince Philip. So... It's just weird that that happens in, in even in the last hundred years. We've moved away from our stuff. Like nobody does that anymore. And Queen Victoria, she got about, she got like 50 plus grandchildren so she could spread her seeds across Europe. <laughs> that's, that's literally what she's doing. She's like, I'm going to marry, I'm going to get loads of grandchildren and I'm going to marry them to people I want to, like she was like a matchmaker. Right. So, was, yeah. Okay, my impression, and I'm just getting this from movies. So by watching The Crown, I'm like, okay, Wales would be like, we're out, we don't want a royal family. By watching Downton Abbey, I feel like Ireland might be out too. And they're like, yeah, we don't need to. <laughs> oh, yeah. um, um, Irish, hate, Irish hate English as much as Welsh hate them. 
so how do the Scottish, does the Scottish... They hate the, English as well. Okay, so really the only people who are protecting the royal family are like English. England. Okay. Yeah. Basically, England is Britain. England is British. So when people say British, they should just say England instead. Okay. Because that's what's happened. The English, England, basically colonized Wales and Scotland and Ireland. And then we're like... Right, let's call us Britishness so we can have a new name so they can get on board. Let's like get a new name, a new union. It wasn't even a union, it was like just like a power. Right. So, so then Britishness grew, yeah. I have a question about Wales because I was looking into the royal families there. And I'm just curious if the descendants of those people yeah. are like hold it out for a revolution. And they're like we're actually the real king or queen. Well, maybe that's true. I think I looked into it before. Who would be... So the last royal family of Wales was... It was, it was a while ago. <laughs> yeah, it was ages ago. It's like 1200, I want to say. Yeah, 1258 or something. Yeah. Like AD. So his name was Hewelyn. Yeah, I think there is descendants of some of those like royal houses... But there's no like movement where there's people who are loyalists. Well, I'm really trying to create a modern day um, Game of Thrones. Yeah, no, we could do it. Well, (laughs) there's the Welsh independence movement. So Wales is moving fast for independence from England now. Uh, I read about that. Moving fast on that. So Scotland and Ireland will be United Ireland again. So the Northern Ireland is British. I don't know what's wrong with Northern. It's a it's a it's a religious thing. Northern Ireland and Ireland hate each other. Protestant and Catholic, right? But the Northern Irish are like, yeah, we're British. Like, literally, like, why do you care about the English people and what they did to your country? So they will unite one day. Then Wales will get independence. Scotland will get independence. Then England's on its own again, like for the first time in ages. What triggered all that? Was it Brexit or... Yeah, Brexit was a big trigger because Scotland re- wanted to remain in the EU, EU. Yeah. Wales have basically lost a lot of EU support and funding. Like the Westminster in London are like, don't care about Wales. Like the, where, Wales wasn't mentioned once in the Brexit like negotiation thing. Like it was hundreds of pages long and Wales wasn't right. even mentioned. So Westminster, for anybody who doesn't know, is like their parliament, their government. Yeah, Westminster is the London elite. So... Westminster, London, and then London can be London could actually be seen as its own country. To be honest, I live in London now, but like London is like people from Northern England don't see themselves as English. Some of them they see themselves as Northern English, similar to like the Lancasters and the Stuarts of the royal family houses. So like dragged him into translating everything (laughs) into (laughs) Game of Thrones. Basically, Game of Thrones is happening again. Okay. It's, it's the modern version. So there's no actual fighting. It's all cyber fighting. It's all on Twitter now. Okay. It's all Twitter fighting. So well, it's, it's Game of Thrones happening, but... But on Twitter. Minus the, mur- minus the murder. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Thank it's, goodness. Good. I, which I think it's good. But it's a step up. Move it. That's, the, that's the state of the UK. It's a mess at the moment. It's not a United Kingdom at all. Right. It's a, it's a forced union. And then the royal family are at the top. And then holding it all together with a string. So once the royal family goes, and then Scotland goes and Wales goes, England's in a mess, big mess. They love an identity crisis. 
It's a bleak picture we're painting here. Bleak um, picture for England coming up. Yeah. They deserve it. They deserve it. That's it. They deserve this. England have been, think of how powerful England is. It's a tiny country, mind. Mm-hmm. Tiny country. Had the biggest empire the world has ever seen. Mm-hmm. Basically created America, let's be honest. America is basically British people moved over, had a fight, civil war, then independence. They've got the Commonwealth. They've, they stole all the resources from India, literally billions and trillions from India, and just like completely ruined their economy. And basically, have held on ever since. And it's a tiny, tiny country, like. So yeah, it's time to break it down. Well, that's, <laughs> I take so this is the thing. Royal family. So this mm-hmm. is the the confusion that people might be like, why. People don't like England, therefore the royal family is the epitome of Englishness. So that's why okay. So that's why hatred to England right. because the royal family did rule England. But I did notice whenever royals get married, they use Welsh gold. Of course they do. They steal it. They probably steal, stole it, and then <laughs> use Welsh gold. So yeah, they, they do things like that. Do you know what I mean? They, they, give, they give you little things and like, oh, it's well gold. It's, cla- it's really a masterful, it's a master tactician behind the royal family, mind. Yeah. And they'll, you know, they'll go to Scotland on holiday. They'll, you know, they'll go to wherever, what's it called? Balmoral. Ooh, yes. they've got a Balmoral. And the Scottish are like, ooh, they love Scotland. No, they don't. They don't like you at all. Don't fall for the tricks. So... Royal family sinister, very sinister. You see it in the crown. I mean, you've seen like scenes, and he's like, "Oh, this is that's a bit weird," and it's based off truths, obviously. But that's probably nowhere near as bad as what would have been said. Okay, once the queen dies, I can't wait to see documentaries coming out because really, they definitely block a lot of stuff. I reckon. I think the idea, liking the idea, is nice, but when you actually look at the reality of the royal family and what it stands for. It's not good, in my opinion. I think what's been most interesting about this is most of the time when we talk about the like the royal family, it is focused on so much of the modern day posh things. And now we're really getting into like how it feels well, uncomfortable. I know, but three hundred <laughs> years ago. That's not even long ago. It's not even long ago. It's mental. Like it is crazy what's happened in a hundred years to the royal family. They've yeah. transformed. They've done well to, they have done really well to, 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 to rebrand. Mm-hmm. Because in the first half of in 1918 and stuff like that, they were, they had the German name. They were struggling. King George, or people didn't like him. They were, people were dying because of their wars. And then World War II came about. They were like, ah, the Germans again. Like, why have we got a German royal family? Changed their name to Windsor. Then apparently that fixed the problem, even though they still knew. And then they, yeah, they really did rebrand. The queen is, she's done an amazing job uh, rebranding. She did right. well. And a lot and of I people credit was... Philip with that too. Yeah. Queen, they've been, a, they've been a very stable duo for the country. I think they've been needed, especially as well in like um, after World War II when it was all like, you know, there was loads of destruction and stuff. There was this like stability, like the, the queen was there and she was saying it's going to be fine. And back then, you didn't have the internet. You had radio and I think TV, maybe. So she was the glue of the country. So they've done definitely good things. Like, it wasn't her fault that, you know, 
they ended up in wars and stuff. She was, I think, Queen Elizabeth, the current, you know, the current one. Mm-hmm. She she's like done as good as anyone could do to clean up that mess, basically. Yeah, I agree. Also, yeah. Queen Elizabeth the first apparently was fluent in Welsh. Really mm-hmm. interesting. See, they did. I love that I just told you something you didn't know about I know, Wales. <laughs> I don't know how, how that slip under the radar. Yeah, no, that is really interesting. Uh, thank you so much for coming on the show, Scott. I feel like I learned a ton about history. <laughs> no problem at all. Basically, anyone listening, you're, it's fine to like the royal family and the good side of it. Just remember, there is a bad side of the royal family. You gotta be, you gotta be in the middle. Do you know what I mean you gotta look at both sides? That's my take. That's my finishing point is to look at both sides and also support Welsh independence when it comes. <laughs> we need American support. We need the Americans to know, learn more about the Welsh people that formed the country. So if you do, let me know. My podcast just got political. There you heard it, folks. <laughs> <All right. laughs> Thank you so much. It's good. It's great. Love it. And that's the show. If you enjoyed the show, you can always leave a review. Reviews really help others find the show. Or you can just send it to a friend. You know, whatever's easiest. And until next week, stay royal. Stay royal.